Claudia, thank you for being here. Let me get one of these. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. What's happening to our Los Angeles? Why, why, why are we having so many issues and difficulties? Uh, homeless, uh, police. I mean, the list, it's dirty, it's unorganized, crime's up. What, what, what's happening? It's our local politicians. You know, as you can see, our city is just in shambles. Um, you know, for example, Mayor Girl City, he's actually just, you know, he's wishing for people to, you know, get a new mayor that's going to do the right thing and, you know, to decide wi wisely. And it's like, he's still in office. How can he be, you know, just dismissive of the city? And the same thing with our politicians, all the other ones are incumbents. Uh, for example, I live in uh, Northeast Los Angeles. We have uh, Gil Cedillo. So you know where that's going with uh, what's happening in our city council. Fill, fill, fill us in, because there, there, there's a lot of people that listen to this show that, right. that I know they want to know more, but they feel like they don't know enough, so they kind of stay out of it. Right. What, what, what is happening? Well, for example, they caught him with uh, Nuri, Nuri Martinez and then also um, Kevin DeLeon. Uh, they had some kind of recording that they've had for the past year where they were racial you know, um, words that were spoken and other issues that were discussed that were that just... That was the Middle Eastern Ar Armenian no, comments or... No, or it's a, about, about the the child for Mitchell, Mitchell Farrell, I believe it was. Um, and they were just talking about... I'm sorry, not Mitchell Farrell. Uh, can't remember the one of the other council members. Uh, he had a, a black child and they were just saying, you know, really awful things uh, about him. Things. Yes, you know, very racial... Um, content and so now they're trying to recall uh, Kevin De Leon and you know Gil Cedillo is almost out of there so we have another uh, person that's coming in her name is Eunice Hernandez uh, she won the June primary and she's actually for um, removing our uh, police she says she's an uh, abolitionist and so you know she doesn't like the police and you know she wants to bring more people to help the homeless and you know people uh with that have crime or background for like more of a mental health i mean that's great and all you know that we do need that definitely but we also do need our police you know to uh look over our city you know everything's going pretty um, bad right now as far as uh, the crime uh george gascon has you know made it so uh up to people could steal up to 950 dollars and you know they will not face any penalties unless you know they get caught um but even then you know it's kind of just in and out of the of um, jails you know so it, that's why everything is just so rampant in our, in our city of los angeles so we need to get more law and order and then also you know our politicians need to be held accountable for their uh, local neighborhoods and communities because they're the ones that are allowing this you know they're also trying to remove um alex villanueva our sheriff um you know they made it so they can get him out of there in the next um in this election so it's like one thing after the other, and then it's just, you know, it's affecting our city, our neighborhood, our, our you know, safety for our civilians in our areas. I, I know this question is a little complex, but, you know, just if we were to pick one or the other, uh, what do you think is, is the bigger issue? Do you think it's the policing issue, or do you think it's the the penalties that, that people are, are getting a slap in the hand? They, they get booked, and then they get let go. Well, I think it, it is both because also the... My I mean, it goes hand in hand, yes, obviously. Yes, exactly. And then also when the police are coming, you have to remember we have some uh, groups that are activists and they're, you know, making it so these police officers are, you know, get sued and they are, you know, are actually making it so they jeopardize their pensions, um, getting them sued and, you know, individually. 
uh, for police officers. And then also, like you said, you know, they're not getting any penalizing or facing any kind of consequences for, you know, their actions. Yeah, it's, 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 it's such crazy times. I'm, I'm thinking about, like, when did this all change where the people trying to help you are the ones that get in trouble, you know? And, right. and, and you see this, uh, you see this everywhere. You see this in schools, you know? You see professors uh, teaching, and they say something that's offensive, and all of a sudden they're being disciplined, they're being fired, they're being, you know, suspended. And, and it's, it's absolutely terrible. Like, we're we're rewarding the bad people and we're getting mad at the good people. Right. As far as the schools, um, I, and my understanding is also the unions, the teachers union. For example, I've been working a lot with the teachers for, um, you know, for them when they were having the schools closed because a lot of the children were suffering. And, you know, all of the other schools in the nation were pretty much open except for California and especially here in Los Angeles. So it's the unions that were, you know, driving, you know, control as far as like when to open or when to not to open. I mean, a lot of children have suffered. And you would see even my, my child, I mean, I would see him on Zoom, you know, and he would be, you know, not be interested. And he's IEP. Um, you know, a lot of parents have IEP students. So that's something where they need that special attention, you know, or extra help. But because, for example, uh, when the schools were closed, a lot of children suffered. And also the, the, the teachers union, again, they controlled whether they were going to open it or not. And also another thing back to um, for security at schools, you know, they took out the police because of, you know, defund the police. And now, you know, there is a lot of um what is it, fights at school. Uh, for example, I went to John Marshall High School here in Los Feliz, and, and the students, apparently, they did a walkout not too long ago because there was some, a stabbing in the school. And the, the kids on their own, they just all went ahead and they just walked out because they say they don't feel safe. And it goes back to defunding the police, and the unions were pushing it, like, you know, we don't want the police in the schools. You know, they're, we don't want them. It's not good for us, and, you know, we don't need them in our campuses. They're and look intimidating. At, yes, exactly. And looking at the consequences that it's caused for our kids, you know, to have to walk out of school and and voice their opinion you know and but you know it goes back to also some of the students um in my opinion you know just they're so easy you know to to let them know you know this is good this is bad and then you know they were saying some of the, stu the students we know that they were also about defunding the police but you know it's unfortunate because now look at what's happening in our schools and our campuses can, can you explain to me what defunding the police means does that mean they're firing people does that mean they're cutting their equipment does that mean they're not getting training does that mean like i'm sure it means all that but like what what is what is their agenda of you know defund the police what are they expecting from that and what is it actually doing right um my understanding is just trying to get you know less funding for the police and then also in los angeles for example um they've had the lowest rate of a uh, police you know trying to come in into the department because you know who of, wants to be a police officer. yes exactly because you know they're it's essentially you know they're not getting paid enough for what they're you know they're doing there they are putting their lives in risk you know trying to save our communities and just you know protect our our civilians and whatnot but um it's just trying to get rid of them I, for whatever reason um i mean i do understand that there's good cops or bad cops but you know that goes across the board with any kind of um you know division you're working on you know and so right now it's like with all this happening and again you know we do have activists in in our cities that are you know very vocal about not wanting them so you know there is people that have had those consequences with the police you know perhaps criminal or whatnot but you know we do have have to have them for people in our communities that that do need them because um i'll tell you something also for example in the lincoln heights area there was 
two young boys that were shot at the um, at a carnival not too long ago. That was the Boys and Girls Club. Event, yes, right? exactly. And it was um, unfortunate because now the community is saying, where was the police? Why weren't they here? You know, it's like, you know, there are so many police that actually aren't working right now. They, you know, they have their reason, medical reasons as well. Um, and again, not a, not a lot of people are coming in to try to be in the police department. So it's like there are also being, you know, um, not as many police officers that can respond to these calls. You know? Yeah, that, that makes sense because the, the 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 salary was kind of an incentive to hire and promote people because there was like startup salary and, you know, bonus this and after the first year make that. And you're right, they're not promoting that anymore. And what other way would you, you know, promote to hire police? You know, it's, it's got to be money if you're going to risk your life. And right, you know. right, exactly. And then, and then again, just, you know, having to go into these kind of, you know, situations where people are just like, get out of here, you know, it's like, who wants to do that kind of job? But again, I do know, um, for example, our law enforcement, a lot of them have been put on leave for medical reasons for, you know, the vaccines and whatnot. So there is a shortage with that as well. So, you know, we, we need to get some of these people back into their jobs. You know, we do have other candidates, for example, Michael McMahon, who's running for office as well. And, um, you know, we need these people to be back into their positions in law enforcement and also first responders and firemen. Yeah, it's super important. Yes. It's super important. Uh, on on the, the school system, um, there's... There's a lot of changes uh, with how they're controlling or manipulating or threatening parents on how to raise their kids. Uh, you know, one of them is uh, we briefly touched base on it. You know, the um, documentary on the Daily Wire with a uh, Matt Wash, I believe. Right. Uh, what is a woman? Yeah. And and they're they're pretty much promoting sex, genders. How many genders? Uh, it's okay feeling different from your gender. Um, if you feel you know like, like the opposite gender, uh, they're offering hormone blockers, yes. testosterone uh, against the parents' will. Right. That's happening in LA right now. Yes, in LA USD and uh, throughout California. Um, you have to understand that there's a senator. His name is uh, Scott Weiner. And he's the one that's introducing these because, you know, we have to have to make sure that if children that have that feeling, you know, that they should be able to um, have that choice. But, you know, it's it's a very small percentage. And even with that, um, they're trying to remove the parental rights for that decision. You know, they want them. So, to, so it hasn't passed yet. Um, but they're trying. I, no, I believe it has. It already has passed. And um, you so, know, so so l- 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 what has passed? Exactly what is it? The bill, um, I'm not sure the number exactly, but it's the bill where if uh, children feel that they're uh, a certain, you know, different gender, that if the parent is not in the same page with the school system, you know, that they can uh, remove them from their parents. And then also um, another thing is that if they have, uh, let's say, a shared custody of a different state, um, and let's say the child is in another state and perhaps, you know, the other parent feels like, oh, you know, he's he or she has this, you know, feelings of, you know, boy or girl. Like California, uh, Gavin Newsom already has signed it into law, uh, I believe it'll be January, uh, where they will be able to remove that child without any uh, questions asked because, you know, they want to make sure that the child is able to um, transition if he wants. And they'll just. Yeah, they favor it, the parent that's for it. Exactly. And, you know, my, myself, I think it should be both parents, you know whatever decision it is that they want to make for their child, but it shouldn't be one or the other because, you know, there is, 
cases where, you know, we don't know for sure if it's the child or the parent that's using it against another parent Which or whatnot. Which is another manipulation, correct? Yes, exactly. And it could be anything. But again, you know, it should be both parents. You know, I've had that, that discussion with many parents, you know, where that's happened um, in, in different issues, for example, um, for the vaccines or whatnot, you know, for certain issues, it's like, you know, it should be both parents, not just one. But, you know, want to make what, sure. What, what, I, I, I agree. Yes. But what do you do when one parent says yes and one parent says no? And and how old of children are we talking about? As um, young as? I think it just as long as that they're, they have shared custody, it doesn't matter. So six, seven, eight, nine years old. Um, a a seven-year-old child says, I want to be. Well, this, there, there's apparently a therapist that have said, you know, the child knows that when they're uh, little that, you know, if they look at a certain color, like, oh, you know, this is a, what he actually meant or he, she meant to be, you know. And again, you know, we there has been issues where uh, even as an adult, you know, you go through therapy to make sure that you want to transition. So just now that they're changing it for small children, they don't know, you know, one thing from another. Like, you can't even go. At all. Yeah, you can't even go buy alcohol, you know. Um, you can't even read a book. Yes, exactly. Or you buy can't cigarettes. Even do math. No, no, no. A cigarettes, alcohol. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, buy a property, get credit. That's 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 even more extreme. But you can't even right. read the difference of boy or girl because this becomes like a, it's becoming like a social status. Right. You know, where like two, three people are like, oh, hey, you know, I feel like a, you know, X, and and I think X is a gender. What's hilarious? But <laughs> I feel like blah blah blah. You know, and then you know they're oh yeah me too, and then they group up and it becomes a social thing. And it's like wait a minute, but do they really understand? And in, in that documentary, it showed people that have done the surgery to yes. cross over and and how much regret they had with it later, you know? And, right. and, and, and it's weird because if you talk about this, people attack you in such a way of like, hey, you don't, you don't understand. And then, you know, you're, you're a piece of, you know, garbage. Right. You, you can't talk like that. And they're for this agenda, but it's so unfair. A right. child has no idea what he wants. They believe in Santa Claus. They believe in the Easter Bunny. They believe in anything you put in front of them. Like, it's, it's like if we work this problem backwards, the real problem we're having with the educational system is that nobody's getting educated. Right. Nobody's being educated. We're, we're just pushing more rules. We're trying to take more control. And we're trying to confuse our youth. But right. there's no education. Our, our, our reading stats are down. Our math stats are down. Uh, you know, our... our People are graduating high school and they don't know how to read. Right. Like, 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 why don't we, why doesn't the education system work on education and leave sex and leave gender and leave uh, transitioning outside of the school? Why can't they just say, you know what, you, your child brought this up. You need to go see a doctor or a therapist. The end. Right. But in school. You can't do that. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't know if it was on a podcast or if it was on that same documentary. There was a girl in San Francisco that identified as a furry or an oh, animal, right. and and they and they installed a uh, oh yes a, cat a litter. litter a litter box yes. in one of the w girls' bathroom stalls, yes. and the school did it. Yes, exactly. And that's just the thing. It's just like it, it goes back to you know the educators and you know the the unions as well. 
I believe it's California Education uh, Board of Education is the ones that are pushing this as well. And so that's where we're the parents. We need to, you know, step in and, and speak up. But I don't know if you're aware, but um, we're also the parents are being targeted where they're saying that we're domestic terrorists. And this is a fact. Um, so there's the uh, parents where they're actually being, you know, bullied and being, you know, the teachers are reporting them to the FBI. And it's actually a task force that the FBI has for parents that are speaking up. And we have That's that right. Disgusting. We have that right, you know, and then not only that, but also for, you know, critical race theory. That's nothing that has to do with, you know, helping us as far as like, you know, moving, evolving and forward. You know, we don't need to go back to like, oh, you know, we're deprived like myself, you know, I'm a Mexicana. You know, I've never honestly have thought of myself like I'm deprived, like I worked hard. I'm a single mom, you know, I've always had good jobs. You know, I've had great jobs, you know, through my my work education as well. And, you know, it's just having this kind of illusion that, you know, we have to keep going back to those issues. And the children are, you know, they're, they're learning this and picking this up. So that's why we have, the, you know, these other groups where like, you know, BLM and whatnot, you know, we know what they're really for. I mean that none of that money They're has gone. Profit. That money has gone back to our you know black communities or, or uh, communities of color. You know, and, and I hate to see you know what they're doing with this money exactly. So you know, it's like we need to focus on the education. You know, our academics and arts instead of you know I you know I, this ideology about trans you know transgenderism and you know also for uh, you know critical race theory. That's just you know confusing children you know further instead of focusing on their education. Again, you know California education is just really bad and the children are lacking that you know the basics yes exactly and they're suffering in their grades you know and it's just terrible like you said you know they're graduating high school and i believe they can't even hold them back if they're not doing well or even if it's well they, well, they brought down yes they brought down the 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 percentage of a grade i think so now yes. i think like a, a an f Oh, I just heard this recently. I, the Dr. Phil was talking about this. He says, like, to get an F, you have to score under 25%. Right. To get a D, you have to score, like, an, anything over 25% is a D. And you you can pass the grade with a D. Right. Where a D for us was, like, a 65 <laughs> or something. Yes. Or that was, like, a, yeah, the D minus, or I think that was an F. Right. It's like, 65. Now they brought it down to 25. Right. So they're, they're, instead of encouraging and being stricter on teaching... They're, they're just making it easier for people to pass. Hence, this is why we have people that graduate and they don't know how to read. There's a guy on Instagram. This is kind of random, but there's a guy on Instagram. He just goes around and asks the most basic questions to kids in New York. Have you seen it? Not certain. No. He, he just walks up to people and he goes, hey, uh, where was the, uh, in what country was the Vietnam War? Oh, okay. And people are like, uh, Germany? Like, they <laughs> the can't answer, you know, uh, yes. what's uh, what's 75 plus 25? They can't answer these questions. And right. he makes he makes these videos daily, and you're just like, wow, this is our youth. Like, yes. where are we going? And, and not only is this our youth, but look at how, you know, the kind of people that are in power, look how they're acting, putting in these laws, trying to, you know, control people's kids, trying to defund the police, trying to create, you know, these, these, you know, BLMs, these systems and stuff and not help the community and encourage people to burn down properties and take down statues. And like, it's, 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 it's almost a joke. Like, yes. And it's a terrible thing that's, you know, happening in our youth, like you said, and then also back to the parental rights, um, you know, it does go back to our senators and our assembly members, for example, they are removing the parental rights, uh, well, excuse me, there was a bill um, 
I believe it was AB 1940, and the government, the governor vetoed it. So what it was going to be was for uh, children to be able to do uh, any medical procedures or in their schools, and for uh, it to be done with uh, without parental consent. And again, this had already passed, and for whatever reason, the governor vetoed it. He's he's passing it to a local legislation, and that's where I come in as a senator and assembly member. That's why we need to get um, our us into the office because uh, you know we're the ones that are making the laws. So people that say, oh, you know, we don't know what's happening. What again? That's why you have to vote, and it's very important. And this is why this is a, such an important issue for myself. I mean. Uh, you know, I've been very active for uh, quite a while with, uh, you know, opening up the schools, for example, and also uh, calling our assembly and senators. And not a lot of people know this, but even when I'm right now canvassing, I'm telling, you know, parents, uh, of course, I'm for, you know, public safety and also for less taxes, because, again, we also vote for this. Um, so for your gas, for example, we have Kevin Kiley, and, and he's assembly member. He brought it to the floor for uh, them to lower the gas. And our, uh, most of our assembly members, they all voted against it. And it's like, we're all complaining about the gas. But again, this is who's voting for it. It's our how assembly do, how and senators. Vote, how do they vote against it? Why would they vote they against it? They bring it on the they floor. It. They just, it's very... No, I know, but yes. who, who, who in their right mind votes oh, right. against it? Like, are they profiting? Right, right. Or are they working with the companies? And they're just like, nah, we're making a cut from this. I Why just would think that this? they're just, yes, man, you know, or and they're just voting for whatever, whoever's telling them to, because obviously, like, our assembly members, like myself, I have Wendy Carrillo, um, I'm, you know, um, in Los Angeles area, Northeast Los Angeles, you know, how is it someone Northeast Los Angeles, you know, that we have a lot of uh, low income families there, myself included, you know, middle class, I mean, even middle class, we can't afford it, you know, um, no. it's, it's difficult, we need that money for our, you know, for our groceries, you know, for our children, we can't even go out to movies or whatnot, because, you know, we have to have a tight budget. Because, you know, our gas, you know, you know this, you're here and, you know, in your area, it's affecting all of us. But for whatever reason, they think it's OK and they just vote against it. They're they're like, no, we don't we don't need to lower prices, yeah, you cause know, because because again, most people know it, the common sense. But when you raise gas prices, it's not just gas. You're raising oil prices. You're raising our the, groceries, the, the groceries go up. Go exactly. up you're raising, you know, everything. It affects everything. Goes up. Exactly. All businesses, delivery, UPS, FedEx, you know, uh, yes. I ship a lot of merchandise and stuff. Right. A few months ago, there was a big hike. It was almost double for me to ship out product to clients, you know, right. and I was offering free shipping and I was like, not anymore. Exactly. Not right. anymore. Guess what? Who's paying for this? And yes. then guess what? I charge shipping now and then sales drop. It's like, oh, now I'm a struggling business. Yes. Hey, what's going on? Uh, you know, I used to sell X amount and right. not the gender. I'm kidding. I don't know. If I'm <laughs> extra. But, uh, you know, now I sell X and now this doesn't equal this. And now I'm losing money because, you know, gas prices go up. Exactly. Exactly. Even your local restaurant, you know, because uh, I'm big about supporting local businesses and even going out for dinner. You know, it's like you see the prices, they keep changing them. You know, they literally manually change them. And it's like, you know, uh, going by myself or whatnot. And it's like, wait, it's like $20 just for myself, you know, and yeah. it does, it affects all of our, our businesses, local businesses. So again, you know, having your, your local legislation, you know, we have that power where we can, you know, act, uh, be active for, uh, active, excuse me, uh, activists for our own communities, you know, and then, you know, speak up and say, you know, we, we can't have this. I mean, you go to different, uh, counties, you notice that it's not as expensive, you know, and again, it's your local government that's pushing and, you know, pushing for those lower prices and whatnot, you know, and speaking up for those those communities 
So it does, it it's, makes it's, an impact. It's, it's important. It's important because you could see the difference as you drive uh, to different counties. Yes. Like, just, just a simple example. I remember during the pandemic, I, 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 went, to a, um, I went to a motorcycle meeting uh, yes. in Orange County. And when I was done, I passed by the In-N-Out and nobody was wearing a mask. Yes. And I'm like, it, it was it was like, wait, what? You guys haven't been wearing masks this whole time? They're like, right. no, what mask? What do, you, what do you need a mask for, you know? Right. And, and, and it's just, again, that's just who you vote for and, and how it affects everything. Right. Why, why, why do you think people hesitate to vote? And why do you think people think their vote doesn't count? Well, a lot of people, too, they, you know, they think that it's not going to make a difference. I hear that all the time, but it does. And, you know, and, and the same thing with uh, right now with everybody, you know, going back to work. And, you know, uh, some of the businesses have opened, so people are going into the office. And they think everything's okay. Like my uh, area where I'm at, people just, you know, they're surprised there's even a, a, any, you know, uh, voting going on, you know, or an election. So I do tell them, you know, that I'm running and at least, you know, let them know about the gas prices if they think everything's okay. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right, you know. And they need to understand that that's what, have, you know, is helps with, you know, when your vote, you know, you have to make sure and, and elect your local assembly, uh, senators, Congress, you know, they're the ones that are over there in their state Senate that are making these law change, uh, these laws and also the changes that affect all of our communities. And that's why you need to vote because if you don't, you know, they're, they're essentially they're already doing it, our incumbents, you know, they're right. doing anything that they want. Uh, so it's like, for example, I saw, again, our assembly member, you know, they're in all these uh, local events and they're taking pictures and everybody's just admiring them and they're like, oh, they're great people. Like, you don't understand what they're doing. They're taking away your rights. They're closing down your businesses and these are the people that are back in, you know, into the uh, election that they want you to vote them back in. So, you know, you know, a lot of people need to understand that and make the right decision for your co- your for your candidates that are running, especially your local candidates. No, 100%. The, the other thing is, is I don't understand how they get away with confusing people on like things of like vote yes or no you know like <laughs> right. what you know like and like a people, double speech yeah like a double speech or vote yes on yes you know because you know this person did this and and it's like they they say you know vote no on green van because the van's green <laughs> but they don't tell you what's inside the van and they don't see they, they, they don't there's a bunch of other stuff they they pack in there yes and and people don't know how do they get away with uh how is it legal to manipulate the, the public in, in that way well i think and what how come it nobody's is, called it out yeah i think what it is is because like you said they put a lot a lot of um, other issues into these bills that people don't understand what's actually behind them. Um, there's a bill right now. I'm sorry, I don't know the name, uh, the number offhand, but it's 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 confusing. It's, and you and you do this, let yes. alone imagine people that are like, right? I don't know which one to vote. Yes, there's a bill. Um, it's twenty something. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, but that bill is actually it says on there that it's for arts, for schools, for for kids. But it's a very very small percentage. But behind it, it's other. You know, we don't know where that other money is going. So you have to make sure and be careful. So a lot of bills, you know, especially if it's bonds. You know, if they're asking you for money, you know, you have to know that they're just more taxes. And you really want to keep voting for more taxes. I mean, for example, HHH. You know, a lot of people voted for it and it, and it passed. And look, our homeless situation at the moment it hasn't benefited anybody and the Isn't governor that one billion dollars that goes to the homeless it's supposed to and it was for housing it was for housing and you know that's you know we see that they're 
there's a lot of homeless people. It hasn't helped anyone. So we don't know where all this money is going. So again, well, you know, aren't salaries being reported that people are making like 450,000 a year and right. plus bonuses and plus this? Yes, exactly. And How is that not illegal? Like that that's that's so crazy. Yes, and I believe it's uh, also uh, they're spending uh, 80,000 plus per homeless person and look where how is that reflective of how's our, it working out yes but it's it's uh, it's it's been in, put in place already and you know again we have so many homeless it's like it's only getting it, worse how is it that it's helping them yeah. but they have these bills and they're spending this much money on and each particular homeless person and uh, you know obviously they're not getting that help so you, you really have to make sure and understand that it's very important to vote you know and and you know we have to stop it Let's talk about your involvement with the community, your accomplishments, what you're proud of, and, and more about who you are and uh, why you're running and what changes you want to make. Sure. So um, myself, I've always been very active in my community, um, but not only my community, other cities as well. You know, I'll see um, if I'm driving or whatnot in a lot of areas that I'm, I'm very familiar with or just that I drive through a lot and I see in certain issues, I'll just go ahead and report it to our city. Uh, for example, our roads, you know, throughout the city, you know, you, you drive everywhere and you see certain areas and, you, you know, you see it and you report it. Um, so that's something that I've been doing a lot and also our, our lighting and um, even our highways and local issues, also crime and, and also blight. Um, so I've always been active, you know, um, being a homeowner especially, uh, you know, with my children, I've always gone through our community uh, neighborhood council meetings and voiced my opinion about, you know, complain. I would actually complain and be like, okay, um, this is happening here. You guys haven't done anything, you know, you need to take care of it. You know, you have your public comments. So, you know, of course, I listened to it and that's it. And you, nothing happened, you know. So that's when I took it upon myself and I started reporting all of this to the city and I follow up. And even with our council member, my council member uh, at the time was Ed Reyes and I work, work closely with his office and, you know, and, and follow up with certain uh, properties or uh, issues in uh, certain public uh, areas where there would be like a lot of crime or also just blight, you know, a lot of uh, trash and graffiti and then just report it. And then also homeless. Uh, we had some issues uh, locally. Uh, actually, I came out in the news, uh, for example, over in um, Placita de Olvera. There's like a lot of homeless there, and I will report it to the uh, to the local uh, police department and also, uh, at, uh, excuse me, Council Member uh, Gil Cedillo's office, and I was just follow up, and then also uh, Alex Sheriff Villanueva, he also brought it up, and they were able to clean it, and you know just being that you know person that speaks up for our community, and you know uh, they did bring it to the city council, and there was activists there that they were like um, very upset. And these are very active uh, members to this day. And they're saying, you know, why is it you're criminalizing homeless people? And it's like, you know, to a certain degree, of course, we're going to help homeless people. But when there's children involved and it's near a school, it's like, how is that even an issue? You know, it's like you're uh, it's either the child that's still developing mentally and seeing this in the street in front of their schools or near their schools where there's these grown ups, you know, that they've had their terrible, you know, situations of life and their situation that they're in. Some of them obviously not on their own, you know, housing and not whatnot. But, you know, there is that resources are ho homeless housing uh, authorities, you know, that they can help them, um, you know, and get them out of there or just give them that resource. You know, but that's something that uh, also I was very uh, active with this. With that as well, and, you know, just brought it to their attention, and now, you know, they have cleaned it up. Um, so that's some certain some of the issues that I've, I've, I've been very involved with as well. Yeah, uh, the you homeless know. one's humongous. 
Yes, and again, just, you know, when it's around schools and, and children, you know, that's something that we need to be more... Uh, uh, parks, yeah, schools, parks. And yes, exactly, because, you know, that does affect... I mean, there has been parks, where, like you've said, uh, where they found needles in the sand, you know, and it's like, how is it that the child's, you know, uh, you know, for them to be able to play safely, and then there's someone that has, a, you know, drug issue or whatnot, you know, that that's not a problem, you know, and we need to make sure that we have to take care of these issues, you know? Yeah, I, I, I do like, um, you know, I have a three and a half year old. I do like that now some some parks, the newer parks or the refurbished parks, they don't do sand anymore. They do that rubber mat oh, right. kind yes. of. And that's so much better because the sand, I mean, you, you I, I found needles in the sand. Right. You know, and you're like, what? Like, this is at a park. What are you guys doing? You know, like, right. it's so dangerous. So I, 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 I like I don't know who's in charge of that or who got that passed or who's doing that, but more of that. <laughs> it's that. a designer, yes, exactly. I'm, I'm, um, I've noticed that too. But, you know, back to what it was happening, you know, with our homeless and everything, it's like that's something that we need to, you know, take care of. For example, I think that's the biggest problem we have in L.A. Continue. Yes, exactly. No, 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 exactly. But, you know, um, I've actually worked for a housing authority before, a housing uh, where I would write, write the grants. So I know that the money is there. So it's a matter of transparency. And also, I believe there's a process for every individual to go through. But, you know, I think they obviously this is an emergency and they need to make sure to, you know, get this more of uh, all the our council members, you know, need to take care of this. You know, they have the field reps that take care of this, but it's just so overwhelming that it's 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 hard for them, I guess, to follow up. But, you know, like you said, it's like it's everywhere. And it's something that we need to take care of as soon as possible. You know, I think is it are the people that are running right now for the mayor race, that's what they're saying, that they, they go into office, that they'll make it an emergency. And it's like, why don't we do it now, you know, with the mayor yeah, of our well, city? Well, why ain't the current people, yeah. Exactly, and that's what's, it's, 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 it's an awful, it's almost embarrassing to see that's happening. Um, but I don't know if you notice this trend, it's actually nationwide, so it's concerning to see where our country is going. So, but again, you know, our local legislation and po politicians is what it's important because, you know, the president doesn't have any authority what he can say or do. You know, he runs all these executive orders, but it, he thinks that he's able to, you know, um, run that through our local legislation. But, you know, if their local legislators are the ones that are, are voting on, on it, that's where the problem is, is. It's your local legislators. And again, these are the people that are running out, myself included. So we do have these incumbents that are, are yes men and yes women that are going with what the administration is saying, or even our governor. Our governor cannot uh, pass a law. It has to go through due process through our legislation. So yeah, that's where important. a lot of people don't know that this is there is a process and you know we do have that voice our, our the senators and assembly members they're the ones that are, are ultimately the ones that are deciding they're voting for all these uh, terrible bills uh, you know that are happening right now the uh, another topic that you, you that I saw on your website that you're you're trying to help is uh, small businesses yes um, what is the biggest problem with small businesses and and what what solutions do you see for small businesses well what happened is you know with the closing during the pandemic a lot of them were bullied to close their doors uh, you know obviously we were all want to be safe but you know at some point we have to open however you know we did have the the big stores opened 
And they're, how is it that they're any more important than the small mom and pops? You know, they were, some of them were probably. That, that, that was a real thing where yes. the big ones were allowed and the small ones yes, weren't. Yes, exactly. And uh, wow. even when they opened up with them without the mask, like some of the small businesses, they still couldn't open up their doors. So unfortunately, a lot of them closed their doors and they're struggling. They, they just never opened back up. So, you know, they, and now we also do have all these terrible policies and taxations for our businesses where I would really like it. You know, if I were to get in there to give these small businesses and, and even just regular businesses, you know, that weren't the big mom, you know, the big, you know, like Walmarts or Targets, you know, that need that help, you know, to stay in California. I mean, just recently, we just learned how like so many businesses have left California. I mean, even like Tesla, you know, and even Elon Musk, you know, all these you know, offices have left California because it's so expensive here. So that's why we need to make sure to give them these tax breaks or incentives to stay in California. And I don't see how the governor does not see that. And he's very boastful about how great we're doing it. And I don't know where he's living or his head is at, but it's like, you know, we're struggling or, you know, we need to keep we're these businesses in California. Yes, exactly. We're drowning. It's a terrible thing. The other thing that I, I've spoken to many uh, businesses, uh, business owners, developers, contractors, when did we get so many departments and, and approvals and licensings and, and, and these hurdles to, to build and develop? You know, it seems like that wasn't here. For, I'll give you an example. I have, a, I have a good friend of mine. He bought a, a house in Malibu and uh, there was a fire. And a, a quarter of his home was burnt. Right. The the insurance wasn't going to cover it for whatever reason because whatever. Right. The insurance wasn't going to cover it. He's going to pay for it. He's going to fix his home. He's going to do it. He's fine with that. Wow. It took him two years to do five months of construction because of the permits and the city right. and the fire department and this department and the other department. That's true. And a lot of the developers that I'm talking to were like, this wasn't like this. Like you, you literally have to go through five people yes. to get, you know, uh, an extension. You literally need to, you know, convince this person and make time for that person and then make an appointment for this person to get, you know, to change the door frame or something, you know, or to right. add a little to your house or to fix your home, not right. even add or change, just Fix your home. Right. What What can you do about that or, or, you know, who does anything about that? Because there's going to be a lot of people that are in, right. in I think this listening to this. Exactly. You know? I think that's more of a city issue. Um, so that would be something that they would be more able to discuss or, you know, get our, our, our departments to be more of a streamline. Right. You know, where myself is more of a, a local, excuse me, more of a statewide. I'm sorry for our our state you know legislation but that's something that'd be the city uh, of issues but yes i understand that you do have to yeah, jump a, a lot issue. of holes you know loopholes and whatnot but it is it's i don't know for whatever reason there's i think in my opinion there's a lot of bureaucracy as well you know but if obviously if i were to be able to attend or you know discuss this i mean i would make it something where we make it easier or not not just easier because we do want to make sure that these buildings are safe and you know, they're following the laws, but, you know, I don't think, like you said, you know, it should be that many loopholes that, uh, loops, you know, that you have to it jump. It should be that comp. I mean, th there should be a system. I get it, yeah, but it just exactly. seems like they just made like five other extra departments to profit more. Right. That's just what it, it seems and delay things. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you, you mentioned, uh, you're a single mother. Yes. And, um, it, this is crazy times. It's, it's uh, just yesterday, uh, right at, 
1 a.m., 2 a.m., right across the street. I live right next by uh, the CBS studios. Yes. Uh, uh, armed assault. There was two police cars, two ambulance, uh, one ambulance, and two fire trucks. Yeah. Um, where, where, h- how do you protect yourself? And where do you stand on the Second Amendment? Uh, I'm pro Second Amendment. Um, to be quite honest, I just started about two years ago during the pandemic because, you know, of all the riots, everything that was happening, I mean, there is a lot of crime everywhere. But I've actually experienced it myself and also neighbors. You know, um, one of my neighbors, she was assaulted on her way home, you know, and, and this is in my neighborhood. And I was just seeing it everywhere. And so I just went ahead and started looking into firearms. So I went ahead and I, you know, got the proper training. I actually did a couple of classes. And, you know, so I'm a very big supporter of Second Amendments. I think it's important, especially for women. Um, I have several friends and I, uh, I let them know, like, you know, it's good to be, you know, have one instead of not have one and need one, you know. But it's yeah. important, especially being a single woman. And, you know, uh, right now with everything that's happening, you know, just have that extra that training and it's important to you know be able to protect yourself if if you need to good good i i, I agree i believe uh i believe we should have that right yes and, and i believe training you know I, like yes. as much training as possible yes exactly um that qr code uh where does that go where can people find you where can people support you and uh sure and follow you Sure. So that's my, uh, the QR code is for my website and my website is claudiaforsenateca.com and it's the word for, again, claudiaforsenateca.com and yeah, just um, go there and you can see what I'm about and also, you know, know that I'm actually a very big supporter for uh, parental rights because everything that's happening, a lot of parents don't know this, but you are losing your rights as parents. And, uh, you know, that bail that I told you, 1940, and that other one for transgender, for any, you know, changes that child wants to make, you know, if you don't decide with your child that it's the right decision for them, the school would decide for you. And, um, you know, it's going to just, if, in my opinion, it's going to get worse if people don't, you know, wake up and see what it's is happening. It's pretty bad, but yeah, yes, if it gets the, worse. And I, a I, lot of parents don't know this. And then also, for example, our, even our independent workers, um, I wanted to mention this, there's another bill called AB05. Zero five, and that one is for um, for uh, for example, truckers. There's about seventy thousand truckers that are now illegally um, able to. They will not be able to work in California any longer because they removed that right for uh, independent truckers. So that will impact our our food, you know, f- uh, our resources. Explain that. So they're passing a law that if you work, if you drive a truck, an eighteen wheeler, as an independent person. Yes. You can't come into California? It, well, you people, they're already here. You're no longer will be able to work as an independent worker here in California. And that's because they passed this bill because they want them to be unionized, you know. And the person, wow. I'm, the person that I'm running against, she's very much into unions. Um, you can look in her social media. She has, Cal, you know, uh, unionized California. And, you know, and this most likely will also uh, affect, you know, small businesses. So this is where we're going. I mean, I know there's some businesses that are trying to, you know, unionize that are, you know, Starbucks, I believe, as well. That's, you know, the baristas, whatnot. You know, and I'm sure they have their, their issues and, and, you know, their concerns. You know, that's what they want to do. That's fine. But, you know, what about when it comes to the mom and pop? How are they going to be able to keep their doors open if they're not. their employees, you know, they're, they're want to have to, you know, pay their unions for, you know, and it'll be mandatory. And, again, this is where we're going, everyone. So you really need to wake up and know that, you know, even though you have – 
you know, um, your job right now for, for those that do, because not uh, some people are still struggling. I don't know if you know, but they've said that right now, uh, California, we have the lowest, you know, um, unemployment rate, you know, so it's, in their opinion, everything's fine. But I think in my opinion, it's because they're not reporting it because they've already run out of funds. You know, I know a lot of people that aren't working. Well, they're not reporting it because they're out of funds. They're and not they're repo- not working. They're yeah. not reporting the people that, uh, that, that ran out of benefits. That's what I mean. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So again, you know, it's because, you know, it's, it's people that think everything is okay and we, there's no need for us to vote, but this is again going to impact everybody if, you know, if they're going to make everyone unionize in their small offices uh, or their businesses, you know, and that's another bill that's um, the uh, incumbent that I'm running against that she voted for, uh, for it to pass. So they're just voting for all these awful bills. And again, it's just going to get worse. So make sure and get out and vote and, you know, try to look for candidates or for, you know, businesses, public safety, and especially your children, because this is not going in a good direction. Our, our country and our our state, you know, there's an undercurrent that people aren't seeing and, you know, we need to stop it and, you know, get out and vote. Yeah, it's super important, and and it, and it's easy to vote. Just vote. Yes. Just get out and vote, and and do your research on your candidate, and and you know, like take right. a day. You know, take a day on your weekend and just study as much as possible. Right, exactly. And vote. Just vote. Doesn't matter. Just oh, vote. And can if I can mention something, and also people, what they're doing is that they're having like some small uh, voting get-togethers, you know, and they just you know kind of get together and talk about who their candidates are and what they're about. So that's also a good thing because some people don't to educate are, themselves. Yeah, exactly. Some people don't really know who to vote for, you know. And if you come in a group and they just kind of discuss issues, you know, and that's also another way, you know, to get people out to vote. And then you can also, if you don't want to vote or excuse me, you, you can't get out there, you can also give your ballot. You know, for example, my son, you know, he's going to give me his vote. We're, we're He's going to come, you know, over and we're going to discuss, you know, who to vote for, whatnot. And, you know, just if he doesn't want to go because he has to work, <laughs> you know, so I'm going to take his, you know, his ballot. And, of course, he's going to sign it. But, you know, that's another way you can do it, too, if you don't want to just give it to your 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 uh, family member and they can take it in. That's also another good way. Yeah, just get a vote. In. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Claudia. I think we covered everything. One more time, your website. Uh, ClaudiaForSenateCA.com. And again, that's Claudia, the word for senateca.com. And that's across the board for my Facebook page, same thing, extension, and also for Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, Claudia. Thank you for having me. This was a great show. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mention what you were talking about right now that we just, um, Prop uh, 47? Yes. So Prop 47 is uh, one that was brought up by George Gascon and also the woman who won our seat for city council member, uh, Eunices Hernandez. Um, it is the one for uh, letting out repeat offenders. And that's why we've seen uh, this crime rate of, you know, all these people that are keep getting out and just they're being released without any consequences. And that's why we have all this crime of uh, people just going into stores and, you know, taking up to $950 you know, for anything. And that's why it is important to know that this is what has um, let all these criminals out and that we have all this high crime and just everything. There's no consequences. There's so, zero consequences. Yes. Is that temporary or is that like, no, no, I think it's, that's permanent. It's right already now. passed. Yes. It, and we're even though COVID's done and yes, yes, exactly. And that's why, you know, uh, we're seeing this and it's not, it's, not benefiting anybody because it's benefiting actually the criminals because they're not, you know, being held accountable. So there's a, essentially a revolving door, you know, and then having these kind of people that are in, going into office, it's concerning because, you know, we're trying to get, you know, people that are for safety and, you know, more police and just protection. But 
Prop 47, when we have these criminals are, are letting out, you know, without consequences, it's, it defeats the purpose, you know? Yeah, it defeats the purpose 100%. And yes. once they figure it out, they're like, that's it? Yes. Oh, okay. And I think that's why, you know, that's why you see them being so brazen. You know, they go into stores and they just bring their, their you know, the trash bags or whatnot, and they just, you know, let them out the door. And they know that the security guards aren't going to do anything. And then once the police come, they're already gone. What's happening uh, in the jails and the prison system? Are, are they fully packed or are they not? Because they were also letting people, it's like they're not taking anybody in. And then they were also letting people out during COVID, yes. which I heard they would, um, if somebody was infected with COVID, you know, as they would like take him out of the jail, he would like spit in somebody's cup and then that person would drink it. And then that person had COVID and oh, they would my just, gosh. you know, like this was a big thing and you know, that they were exposing, but then it's like, Hey, rules are rules. Yes. We can't have anybody that has the COVID virus right. here. Exactly. So they release them. So what, what is the current status of the prisons and the jails? Are, are they over packed right now? I'm I'm not certain to be quite honest, but I do understand. I do know that they were having the zero bail, and I think that uh, already lifted. So I think that they're making it where they're um, spending time in jails now. But you know, with Prop Forty Seven, it it doesn't matter because you know they're still going to let them out. You know, whether whether they'll continue. What's yes, exactly. So I mean, having that in law, you know, we we need to you know overturn that. But you know, when we have a council member that is very proud of that, you know. It's, you know, it's, it's terrible because that's what we voted in, you know, so that's why it makes it's important that people vote because this is who you voted in. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it's, it's incredible how, how we overlook this and not realize how impactful our vote are, our votes are. Yes, exactly. And, you know, that's why, you know, you can see people that are for the community and everything. That's fine. But, you know, and then in the day, you know, do you want to risk your children's life, your, you know, community members' lives? You know, it's important to have some kind of law and order. I mean, just where it, it impacts everybody, you know, our middle class income, you know, f- you know uh, low income families and, you know, high crime rate for everyone. You know, I, I don't know if you saw, but there was some kind of a, a report where the police went and said, don't come to California for a tourist even. And it's like, do you really want to have that message out there? Like, we thrive on California with our, you know, especially Los Angeles with our tourists, you know, and that's something that I want back into our city. You know, we want to make it sure that our tourists. It brings money in. It helps yes. small businesses. Exactly. It helps the community. It helps exactly. the city. And when you're giving that message out, you know, don't come to California. We're not going to protect you. And, you know, have Prop 47 out there. And it's like, how is that going to, you know, help us with our our you know, community dollars and our, you know, tourism. And this is something that we need to rethink and, you know, put that out there. You know, we need to get rid of these kind of bills. Yeah, it, it's it's wild. I have the uh, the Citizen app. Are you oh, familiar yes. with that? Yes, I do. That thing goes off yes. all the time. I mean, yesterday, like I said, there was a armed assault, you know, across the river. Uh, at the same time, there was a hit and run on, on the big main streets over here. Right. Uh, an hour before that, somebody crushed the motorcycle, and the, they said it was very oh. bad. Uh, there was uh, two stabbings, and this is within like four hours yes. here. Oh my gosh! Here, and I was like, man, can you imagine like some of the neighborhoods in LA? Right. Exactly. What they're going through. Exactly. You know, like like arm assault, robbery, hit and run, uh, pedestrian struck, motorcyclist struck, it, it, and this is every day. Yes, exactly. This is every. It, look, it looks. It looks fake. It almost looks like. Yeah, right. Not again. Right. It's almost like a movie. <laughs> it's almost like a movie. It's terrible. And the same. Um, and you can't even write a movie that has this much. No, it is. It's, it's just awful. And then back to you know, um, 
to, you know, all this crime that's happening. And that's the reason, you know, the same thing with like Prop 47, like myself, that's why I have, you know, got myself a firearm because, you know, talking to the police, I actually ended up speaking to my local uh, police department to um, the crime uh, gang unit as well because I was asking them, you know, I, I don't think I feel safe, you know, with uh, all this crime happening throughout the city, you know. And, you know, I, I told them, you know, I was considering getting a firearm. And, you know, they said, well, Claudia, just so you know, we just ar- we arrested some guy who shot his girlfriend in the face. I forget it multiple times, you know, but they ended up uh, during COVID. Uh, they ended up, um, you know, taking him in and just, you know, uh, booking him. But then they left, you know, they let him leave, you know, and it's like uh, that's what we, we, we've been doing for a couple, you know, two years or so yeah. uh, I think now perhaps you know they're letting them in there but it's because you know they were letting them out so freely that it's like that's why it's important for people to you know to get themselves you know firearm protection and you know get that training yeah a, a question uh do you does does this department deal with anything with mental health uh, for which one you for the state senate yeah like the state senate right do you oh. guys deal with mental health a lot I would think that we can, you know, bring, bring into law and, you know, bring in, bring a bill where we would want that for, you know, get some kind of help for, you know, people in our, in our cities that are suffering that some kind of programs, you know, for them to be able to get that assistance and, you know, possible for the housing as well. You know, that's something that we can do is put it into to bring a bill and, you know, make make it something that it's urgent as well. Because that's obviously we see that throughout the city. It's not well, not just Los Angeles. Yeah, through the whole nation, exactly. I think that's the biggest issue that we have: uh, this domestic violence, this gun violence, these shootings, these uh, yes. mass shootings. It, it, it's all uh, you know a mental health. A issue. mental health, exactly. And we we want to make sure to um, clear that too, because we do have law-abiding citizens. You know that uh, we do have our. You know, it's very difficult in California. I mean, you know this. It just to get a firearm so you know when people say that you know we have firearms but you have to remember we do have those criminals that don't have that don't get that background check you know and they don't have any source you know uh, any concern for legal you know ramifications you know they just go and yeah, get no, them I, in the street whatnot but you know yeah i think that i think the best example is a chicago chicago yes. has the strictest gun laws in the united states and, and they yes. have more gun violence than any other state period I think it's you know, because yeah they're making it difficult for you know law-abiding citizens to to be able not to only attain law-abiding those. Yes. citizens, but they're making it difficult for small businesses and, yes. and people you know in their own properties. They're, they're making it impossible. So right. so we know it doesn't work. Yes. You know why 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 keep forcing it, especially in a city that that has how big is L.A. the population now? Oh my gosh, it's it's, uh, it's what I think it's like. 10 million or 15 million or something like that it's it's a ridiculous amount of a number i mean you could just tell just by our traffic yes and uh you know the police can't they can't do it all right especially with these circumstances they have and especially with the madness that's going on right we need to change right and i'll, and I'll tell you something also i don't know if you're aware of this but you know, they were making it so um, the sheriff could give out, um, you know, the C- CCWs and, you know, was going through the city council and they made an emergency where they're trying to stop that. And, you know, when the crime is so, like the so highest. So they passed the CCW now? No, they, they uh, stalled it. They stalled it. They, they had stalled it. I'm not sure. So they were going to work to they, do it and then they stalled I, the I, I believe it's still there, um, but they were making it, you know, for... Uh, for law-abiding citizens to make sure to get their CCWs. And, uh, you know, the sheriff was, you know, he said, you know, turn in your applications and we'll be reviewing them. 
And this is during the time, you know, when it's been, well, currently where, you know, there's been a lot of high crimes with like holdups and, you know, everyone just getting assaulted left and right. And uh, the city council, they may put it on their agenda to stall it. And then not, not after, not only that, but Governor Newsom, the same thing. He made it so, you know, it's an, uh, trying to make it so it's not easy for anybody in California. And it's like, how is it they're trying to, you know, stop law-abiding citizens, yet the criminals, they, they don't have any of these problems. You know, that's not right that they're doing this. And that's why, you know, we need to make sure, again, you know, vote and get, well, you know, our state assembly and senators, you know, legislation that are, you know, pro-Second Amendment right, you know, uh, for the rights of people, you know, that's why we have that in law and in our, our constitution to protect ourselves, you know, not only for for um, criminals, but also from our, our government, you know, and it's and it's a it's, an, it's a right for us to yeah. be able to have some. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. Thank you for going over that. Thank you. Appreciate you, Claudia, and good luck. Thank you so much. Of course.